I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one -on -one time with teachers, with class sizes like about 16 per teacher. You can really get that one-on-one -on -one help a lot of students need. A 12 to one student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm Jack Hagel. In recent weeks, sick outs by school employees in Durham have upended the daily routines of parents and students. The tactics are the latest front in efforts by government employees to push for better pay. The effort is now drawing the attention of state lawmakers and inviting discussion of whether to ban sick outs in the future. WREL state government reporter Will Doran has been digging into state laws banning work stoppages, and he joins us now to break it all down. Will, good to see you again. Happy to be here. First off, give us a quick overview of what's happening in Durham. Who's protesting and what are their demands? So this started with uh, pay concerns for the classified staff. So that's basically the, the non-teachers, non-counselors uh, who work at schools, the, the bus drivers, the maintenance people, janitors, cafeteria workers. Uh, you know, the, the school board had made some financial errors that were going to maybe lead to them getting a pay cut. And so they said, wait a second, this is not our fault. This is your fault. And they called out of work. And the question, you know, really is, was that proper to do? And, you know, so far it's shut down schools for about four days now. You know, I mean, that's like you said, that's really disruptive to parents who are trying to figure out their schedules. And But it's also put a lot of attention on their demands. And so far they seem to have been making some pretty, uh, pretty good progress in terms of getting their demands met by school leaders. Now, what are they asking for? Uh, they really right now are just asking for two main things, a seat at the table to kind of have more transparency in these discussions moving forward and a fix to their concerns over pay. Now, government stoppages like this aren't unique to Durham. You report that they're happening more often across the country. Why is that? Yeah, I mean, you know, we could do a whole podcast series on uh, <laughs> the state of the economy and the labor movement and everything. But very briefly, you know, in the post-COVID economy, you know, people have heard, you know, it's hard for people to fill jobs. Unemployment rate is at historic lows. Wages are rising, uh, you know, to try to fill some of these, you know, hard to fill jobs. And that gives workers a little bit more leverage. Um, you know, in the, in the private sector, you know, as wages have risen there, government employees have, you know, maybe started jumping ship to private sector jobs or started saying, hey, wait a second, you know, why aren't we getting paid this amount of money? And so there's just kind of you know, not only do workers have more leverage right now, but also there's this private sector, public sector, you know, playing out as well. Now, strikes by government employees are illegal in North Carolina, but you report that there's this simmering debate over whether this is even a strike, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the people who've been calling out say this is absolutely not a strike because, you know, they don't want to get arrested <laughs> for striking. Uh, you know, most states, it is illegal for government workers to strike. Um and, uh, you know, this is what's commonly referred to as a sick out. Uh, you know, when government employees kind of organize, band together to all collectively call in sick or take PTO or, you know, whatever else, you know, they're doing to, to legally take the day off uh, so that they're not running afoul of this, this rule on striking. But, you know, the question kind of becomes, okay, well, you know, isn't that just a strike in all but name? And so that's kind of what we looked at here and, you know, whether the, the government needs to do more to, 
to tighten up, you know, those anti-striking laws to, to prevent things like this from happening again. Now, how does state law actually define a government employee strike? It's a little vague on that. Um, you know, the, the rules really just, you know, against a you know, organized effort to stop or slow down work. And so, you know, when people are all organizing together to call out sick at the same time, you know, there's some questions of, hey, is this a strike? And, you know, other states, uh, you know, there have been examples in Wisconsin and Nevada that I found that, you know, they have gone that other direction. They said, no, you can't do these sick outs. This is a strike. Um, but uh, here in North Carolina, it's a tactic that has been used for years and by all accounts, you know, is not being cracked down on in Durham by law enforcement. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll hear about what lawmakers are saying about the sick outs in Durham and how the issue could show up in the 2024 elections. Stick around. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Career-driven individuals, ready to unlock your potential? Discover William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Our classes are tailored for the working professional. Attend class on your terms with our online sessions and choose from various start dates throughout the year. Dive into a curriculum designed for success. Every class is a stepping stone that takes you closer to your career goals. Take one or more classes. It's in your hands. Elevate your career with William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Dive deeper at williampeace.info sps. Your journey begins here. Welcome back to the WRL Daily Download. We're talking with WRL state government reporter Will Doran about the rise of government work stoppages. Will, in the wake of the Durham sick outs, state lawmakers uh, have started talking about whether we need to change state law. What are they saying? Yeah, you know, there is this concern that, hey, this has, you know, been so disruptive and really seems to, you know, violate the at least the spirit of the law if not necessarily the letter of the law these are all just kind of starting to bubble up right now these conversations there's really nothing concrete but there is a definite sense of frustration with some state lawmakers about this whole situation you know and really saying look especially with schools like y'all need to be thinking of the kids first and you know it's no secret that in north carolina you know we've seen some test scores suffer in recent years and they say you know Kids aren't going to be learning if schools are shut down, and that's what the main focus needs to be. You also spoke with candidates for labor commissioner. It sounds like we'll hear more about this on the campaign trail. What, what did they tell you? Yes. Um, so one of the uh, Republican candidates for labor commissioner, there's four of them who are running, but one of them is uh, state representative John Hardister. He's a Republican from Greensboro, and uh, he's also a top member of Republican House leadership. And he said that you know there are conversations percolating about this issue. Um, you know, he said this is a de facto strike. Strikes are illegal. Uh, he told me, look, you know, I, I support government employees being able to exercise their First Amendment rights, but you can't just shut down schools. And so he wants more to happen at the legislature on that. And, you know, he said if he does get elected labor commissioner, you know, he'll have an even bigger bully pulpit than he does now, you know, even as a state legislator to kind of push the legislature to to pass some laws on this front. Um on the other side, I also t- spoke with uh, Braxton Winston, a former Charlotte City Councilman who's the Democratic nominee uh, for Labor commis- Commissioner. There's no primary on the Democratic side of the aisle. 
Um, he's taking the exact opposite tack. He's saying, no, you know, we need to have much more labor-friendly laws in North Carolina. Um, you know, he wants there to be collective bargaining between the government and workers, which is currently banned. Um, you know, he says we need to, you know, be more cognizant of workers' demands. You know, they're paid for with taxpayer money and, you know, his position is that they're going to perform much better service for their communities if they're happier and better paid and just, you know, kind of, you know, doing, you know, better at their jobs. As you said before the break, the sick outs in Durham have yielded some results and fairly quickly. What does that tell us about the effectiveness of these tactics and the leverage in the situation? Yeah, I think those two things are really closely tied together because, you know, this is a tactic that would not work at all if this group didn't have the leverage of, you know, large buy-in from the employees. You know, if they only had, you know, five, 10 percent of employees, you know, willing to, you know, to do this, then it would have kind of fizzled out. But, you know, by all accounts, they've got a large number of employees on board, you know, really broad buy-in. And I think that's part of why, you know, the school board has been willing to pretty quickly sit down with them, try to, you know, negotiate an end to this, give in to some of their demands that they have. Um, And, you know, I think it should also be mentioned that Durham is one of the most progressive places in the state. You know, I mean, if there was any you know, school board that's going to be more amenable to you know, labor demands, it's you know, probably the, the more progressive ones. I, I wonder, you know, just since government strikes in North Carolina are illegal and since some do see this as a de facto strike, is anyone actually calling for the enforcement of state law against these workers? Not that we've seen so far. Um, you know, like we said, they've been very careful, the organizers, to, you know, say this is not a strike, this is not a strike. And you know, from, I mean, I, there have been no reports of anyone being arrested. Uh, you know, some of our reporters who were on the ground in Durham talking to folks say that that's not really a concern that the the protesters have raised. Um, and so it, it seems to be, you know, that they're just, everyone's focused on, on meeting and coming to the bargaining table and just kind of getting beyond this. Well, if there's no enforcement, do you think this situation in Durham will embolden more government workers to have sick outs or strikes or walk off the job or whatever you want to call it? Not necessarily. I mean, this, as we said earlier, this is part of a larger trend of, you know, kind of more aggressiveness in the labor movement. But this, you know, specific example of sick outs, you know, I talked to the NCAE, the North Carolina Association of Educators, who's, you know, it's their Durham chapter that's leading this. And they said, look, this is a matter of last resort when people do these sick outs. And NCAE has been behind some, they call them days of protest. They don't like the word sick out. Um, in the past, in 2018, there was a statewide one that led to around 20,000 teachers calling off work on, uh, you know, the same day and protesting in Raleigh. But they are careful to to let people know, hey, this isn't something, you know, to just take lightly. Like, this needs to be a really serious decision. And even other state employees, you haven't really seen this same tactic adopted in other parts of government workforces. Um, and I talked to uh, Scenic, which is uh, another state employee uh, lobbying group. And uh, their director, Artis Watkins, told me there's a reason for that. They they think that this is a counterproductive tactic. Um, they say, look, it's Republicans who are in charge of the legislature. They don't like it when they see workers protesting like this, as we've discussed on this podcast here. And they said it's much better long run to work with them, to have constructive discussions with them 
than it is to just be outside marching and holding signs. And, you know, uh, Scenic was able to get a $15 an hour minimum wage for all state workers a few years ago um, that uh, actually explicitly excluded school workers uh, when that happened. And, uh, you know, I think there, there might be some connections that people make there. Well, I know that you'll be watching this one closely. Thanks, Will. Thank you. That's WREL state government reporter Will Doran. For his deep dive on government sick outs and strikes, visit the NC Capital section of WREL.com. I'm Jack Hagel. Thanks for joining us and thanks for listening to the WREL Daily Download and for making us part of your morning routine. Another great way to get WREL news is the Morning Briefing Newsletter. It's a daily email with triangle news, events, and headlines to help you get ready for the day. Sign up at WRAL.com slash newsletter. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.